At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. with the Saturday, Saturday edition of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here from Circus Sports here in fabulous Las Vegas. And, you know, we got a big show uh, on the dock. Of course, we're going to have Mike Peranio join us here this hour from Mandalay Bay, figure out what the books are taking in maybe how much action they're getting on the PGA Championship because it's going to be a very topsy-turvy day three with bad conditions out there. We'll talk to Mike about that. Going to have Eric Snow on. And Eric Snow, in case you might not remember young kids, well, he was only one of the uh, better point guards, goes to three NBA Finals, played with the likes of Allen Iverson, LeBron James, battled against MJ. So it'd be great to get his perspective here on uh, what's going on here in the Final Four in the NBA playoffs. Andy McNeil is going to join us as well to talk Stanley Cup as that has just been upside down. And I'll mm-hmm. be curious to get his thoughts on that. And Rex Hoggart's going to join us from the Golf Channel, of course, to talk more PGA Championship as we look up today. Right as we were beginning the show, right. you know I love a good fight. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk some UFC later on today. Looks like the White Sox. You know, we can't beat you with our bats and our arms. and our go- Maybe we'll just fight you. Looks like Tim Anderson. He's all in a huff about something yeah. less. But it the, the, looks like the pinstripers... And the guys from the south side might uh, get after it today. Well, six to three here in the bottom of the fifth. And just as we were coming on the air, just looking up as we're getting all the uh, games uh, going on, positioned properly. Tim Anderson, he is out in the field. He's because still this is, this is the bottom of the fifth. I believe uh, 
it was uh, Josh Donaldson at the play. Geo Stanton all the, all already on base with the single. So six to three here, the Yankees leading over the White Sox. There are still some players on the field. Man. I believe most of the benches have uh, returned to their respective dugouts and bullpens and whatnot. But uh, Tim Anderson out there uh, in the infield still going at it and woofing at Josh He's, Donaldson. Something happened here. And the interesting thing is, as you mentioned, they're in the field. So, like, T.A. is not letting this go. And I'm yeah. not saying right or wrong. Who's You know, we're just trying to document what's going on. But, you know, it's so funny talking, obviously, spent the last eight years in Chicago. You get the, the sense talking to White Sox fans. They are frustrated. Yeah. Like, the way the season's gone so far. T- Tony LaRusso's out there now. Mm-hmm. It might have taken him a while to get out there. But he's out there. Yeah, yeah I think they were expecting better than 500, even though they had a miserable April. They hit like 212 as a team. In May, they've started to come around, but they haven't really been put been able to put some distance between themselves and the 500 mark. The word started here with uh, Donaldson and Grandal. Apparently, there was oh, something man. earlier in the game with uh, Anderson and Donaldson, and then that continued. Here comes Tim Anderson walking in. Grandal and Donaldson are having a conversation, and, and here comes Tim Anderson. Short. Yeah, he is running in uh, oh, uh, to home plate goodness. and getting right in Josh Donaldson's face. So, uh, uh, bringer of rain, uh, <laughs> no, no fisticuffs yet, or, or that Whoa. have happened, but uh, certainly some words exchange. And then here comes all the bullpens and the dugouts uh, being emptied here. But six to three, this was Cortez against Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel's kind of struggled a little bit to start the season. Wow. Yankees up six three. You know, Wes, it is interesting because you don't see shortstops. Mm-hmm. Come in from their yeah. position. And to, to look, it looks like Grandall, Donaldson, look, Donaldson rubs people the wrong way. If you, if you know the game, that's just the way it is, okay? So, again, not picking sides here, but Grandall got up in his grill, and as those two are meeting at home plate, mm-hmm. here comes Tim A, t- just running in from short. Right. And then, as you said, the Calvary then soon. I remember, you can go back to Carlton Fisk, speaking of White Sox and Yankees. Carlton Fisk and Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. You remember that when Deion would put the dollar sign in the, in the batter's box? Mm-hmm. And Carlton's like, hey, play the game the right way. Right. And then they got into it. But I have no idea what precipitated this. All I know is Tim Anderson was looking for a reason to and, come in on and Josh. And the Yankees a couple weeks ago did get the better of the White Sox uh, there on the south side. So second series between the two. Oh, it looks like cooler heads have prevailed. Uh, he didn't get Ke- tossed. Keiko is out of the game, so it is Lopez in for the White Sox on the mound. But uh, Yankees already a runner on. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth, six three lead over the pale. I know that nobody advocates beaning guys. I, I'm not. But, but, but I'm going to advocate for beaning somebody. <laughs> but what if the first pitch comes a little bit low midsection level for Josh? Because by the way, seriously, you never throw at the head. That is, there's no excuse to mm-hmm. do that ever. Old timers will tell you there's a right place to hit somebody. Right, try to get the meat part. And these pitchers are good. They can control things. Hey, look, I'm just saying Josh Donaldson right now live as we're sitting here as we begin betting across America and everybody's up on the top step of the dugouts. Do not dig in too tightly right. on this first pitch. And we're trying to give you some dramatic effect because I swear if this thing comes in and it did not, it's a casual, regular pitch. We would have had some action right there. So right now, cooler heads have prevailed. But again, whew, something to keep an eye on. Uh, I mentioned off the top the PGA Championship. And by the way, I look up and I see Willie Z. Will Zalatoris, who was the outright leader at nine under par, he bogeys one. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that might be significant today is it is cold. 
Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, it's mid fifties here in Tulsa. Usually, I think the last time it was here at Southern Hills, that being two thousand seven. Obviously, oh, a much wave. different course, and the fact that it was played in August. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Glory's last shot was the PGA Championship tagline, but now been moved up to May. So this is not the usual temperature because last time, of course, it's a hundred degrees all four days. Not even close today. So we do have a. Uh, Current all, everybody on the course, final group is now out there. You mentioned Zalatoris did bogey number one. Mito Pereira with the par. Justin Thomas, mm. who was uh, uh, at six under par, he also bogeyed oh. one. And how about Bubba Watson yesterday with Man. that 63? Good start so far. You're wondering, okay, is Bubba Watson going to start to leak a little oil? Not just yet, though. Five under par. Rory McIlroy also two pars to begin his round. So he is currently fifth at four under. Will Zalatoris plus 280 right now to go ahead and win this thing. Justin Thomas still number two price at four to one. He was one of my pre-tournament bets. Mito Pereira, nine to two, plus 450. Rory at 11 to two, plus 550. And then Abraham Anser and Bubba Watson, 16 to one. Gary Woodland, 28 to one. Cam Smith, Sam Burns, 33 to one. Davis Riley, Matt Fitzpatrick, 40 to one. And then on down. You know, it's, it, I, I just looked at it this way. And look, I've been one of those guys, and, and it's not necessarily, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not alone in this. You, you like to pick Willie Z every week until he wins because you know it, it is a matter of time. He's never won in the PGA Tour. Certainly has not won a major championship. I wondered if being alone in the lead, and again, it's just one hole. It's bogey on one. And he had the benefit of a great draw yesterday. And that's why he was able just to take advantage of the great pristine conditions in the afternoon yesterday and just bolt his way up the leaderboard to have that sole one. But I, I wonder when I look at him and Pereira up there and you go, well, these guys haven't been there done right. that. I just wonder, Wes, is it better that that's happening for them on a Saturday so it's not a final round and maybe they can, no matter what happens today, sleep on it a little bit, learn from today, and be in the mix tomorrow? You know, probably so. Because when you look, actually, at the PGA – this is usually the major of the four major championships where you will have young players do pretty well. Cause I was, I had some trends that I had in my write up at point spread weekly. And also I think you can still get it at beeson.com. Nine of the last 12 PGA champions are younger than 30 years of age. Mm. So you don't get, it's not like the U S open where it's like, you got to get a little tread on the tires, So to speak, you got to take some scar tissue dealing with that usual open rough uh, and whatnot and tight fairways and greens where you're putting on glass, essentially. So it takes some time to get used to that. So you usually see a lot more veteran players that have several years under their belt on the PGA Tour that are able to succeed at the U.S. Open. But this has been a young man's major. We saw it a couple of years ago. Colin Marikawa in San Francisco at Harding Park mm-hmm. won this on his Walked first in. ever PGA start. Keegan Bradley did the same back in 2011 at Atlanta, at Atlanta Athletic Club, rather. So it can be done. So it's not, you know, out of the question that Will Zalatoris or Mito Pereira go ahead and win this thing. They've got a three-shot cushion right now. Uh, Rory McIlroy, by the way, a little sputter to start off his day. Par par. He is right now four off the lead. He misses the green short on three, and he looks bewildered after a 320-some-odd-yard drive. He's been he's been bombing, and he's been very aggressive because these fairways – a little bit different than what we played in 2007. Uh, Perry Maxwell, the original designer, I believe Jordan Spieth actually called this Colonial on steroids. And Colonial <laughs> is where they're going to be a great next point. week in Fort Worth for the Charles Schwab. Perry Maxwell also designed that course. But it was Gil Hans and his team that came in in like 2018, early 2019, that made some renovations. And they widened these fairways to about 40 yards on average. They were like 28 to 30 before. But the greens are very tricky because you get runoffs off these greens. And if you don't hit that approach just right, 
these things will roll off as Bubba Watson Good now start. two pars to start his round. He is five under par, and uh, uh, we I don't have him on a futures bet, but uh, old uh, Brady Cannon and I are a team here in our draft against a lot of bookmakers and a lot of pro betters, and Bubba Watson carrying the day for us. Uh, we've got the lead at least going into the weekend, so, so far, so good. One other name I wanted to bring up to you, because I know you guys, uh, certainly, uh, and I always mention this with long shots, and I took note of it this week, and I, I wish I had played it, and I thought about it. You guys were, it felt like, the U.S. Open champion, the former U.S. Open champion, Gary Woodland, mm-hmm. and I believe he was almost 180 to 1. It was an extreme long shot. I look up. He's playing well again today. He's three under, five off the lead. Yeah. By the way, that, those numbers are long gone now. Well, why, why was it that Gary Woodland you thought might be a good match? Because so far it's looking like a genius well, play. And, and I'll credit Brady on that. I did not have him. But Gary Woodland is finally injury-free. We remember when he won that U.S. Open at Pebble Beach about oh, yeah. three years ago, uh, held off Brooks Kepka on that major. Sunday, and that was his first and lone major, kind of his breakthrough win. And then he started to get some back injuries and, you know, a bunch of injuries and really kind of tumbled down the world rankings. But earlier this year, he showed some signs in Florida. You mm-hmm. could make an argument he should have won at Bay Hill down in Orlando for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, was there at the Honda Classic. So he had a good run and a good fortune going and. Good to see him play well. I don't want to say, you know, it's not shocking considering he was 180 to one pre-tournament, mm-hmm. but this is a guy that's a proven player that when he's one of those guys, when he gets hot, he plays well for several weeks in a row. So uh, Gary Woodland's still on the first page of the leaderboard, yeah. three under, as is Stuart Sink and as is Chris Kirk. Nice Stewie, week for him. Stewie Sink back in the mix. I, I, you know, I always felt bad for Stuart Sink. He was the guy, of course, if you remember, he beat Tom Watson when Tom Watson was 59 years old. He was one of the most unpopular Open Championship winners uh, ever. For a and nice he's, guy. And he's really a good guy right. out there. He's very well liked. And again, I was mad at Stuart Singh, too. All he did was win. That was win. over at uh, Turnberry, yes. right? Yeah. Did you like, let the old man win. Yeah, I watched that documentary on there, and that's when Tom Watson, of course, was 60 years old. And uh, Stuart Singh held hit off for his, uh, obviously, his triumph. His Maybe career. Stewie will beat somebody when he's 60. Who knows? Uh, when we come back, much more to get into. Again, uh, NBA is going to uh, take center stage here later on today. We'll talk about that. I've got Mike Pranio coming up later on this hour. Come on back. Betting Across America right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville.
Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes, Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes, Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
back here, betting across America, alongside West Reynolds. I am Dave Ross, and there's a lot to get to on a very busy sports day. But I don't want to forget, because I know you don't forget, mm-hmm. about the ponies at the Preakness today. No, uh, yeah, we do have that going on. I believe the uh, post time is going to be about 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. So we will be off the air. I think it's Brady and James yep. that follow us. They'll be there for the Preakness. And uh, the uh, second leg of the Triple Crown, which, by the way, we are not going to have a Triple Crown that, winner this year. Because, I'm sorry. Uh, that bothers me. Yeah, I know. Uh, but and, and it was the trainer. I, I forget the gentleman's name. The trainer of Rich Strike goes, hell, I hadn't even won an allowance race uh, before. And you we, win the Kentucky Derby. What are we and, doing? Why isn't he yeah, racing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, that doesn't sit right with me either. I think, okay. Let's bring some interest here. It's still a, obviously a massive race being triple crown, a life-changing score yeah. perhaps for the trainers and the connection. So just to get you updated really quick on the main event, that is the Preakness Stakes, only a nine-horse field, which doesn't include Rich Strike, the Kentucky Derby winner. I always want to call him First Strike. It's a, yes. But I know if he was called First Strike, you'd have bet money on it. Damn right. He'd you be on the show Just on the week. narrative there, and uh, you'd be living pretty <laughs> large right now. But just looking at what we've seen, the morning line favorite is Epicenter, who I believe was the runner-up in the Kentucky Derby. That's Steve Asmussen still looking for that Kentucky Derby win, but he's going to try to get it in the Preakness today with Joel Rosario. Morning line was 6-5, to currently seeing 9-5. to He is the clear-cut favorite uh, for the Kentucky Derby, not the Kentucky Derby, the the Preakness Preakness, Stakes. Uh, And then everybody else is kind of like in the middle. Secret Oath, who was the Kentucky Oaks winner Mm. on Friday, the day before the Derby. That is D. Wayne Lucas, the legendary D. Wayne (laughs) Lucas. And Luis Saez is going to be in the Irons. He is not, or or she, rather, Mm -hmm. the Philly, is 9-2. to And then you look kind of on down the board. One that I like actually is in the five post today in the Preakness, and that is early voting, who has drifted up from that 7-2 morning line. Now 7-1, not a bad little price there. Jose Ortiz in the irons and Chad Brown, the trainer. Chad Brown, one of the great trainers in the world. And early voting could have ran the Kentucky Derby, and Chad Brown did this for a reason, and that's why I'm going with the hunch here. I have no advance. You know, I'm not going through all the DRFs and, you know, if they have blinkers on or blinkers off. So this is very rudimentary analysis. This is just trusting one of the better horse trainers out there. And that's Chad Brown up to seven to one Chad Brown, the best on turf. This of course being raced on the dirt in Pimlico, Mm -hmm. uh, just outside of Baltimore. Mm -hmm. So early voting is who I'm going to go with at seven to one longest shot in the field right now is Armanac 18 to one was 12 to one on the morning line. That is Tim Yachtin who, uh, you know, this is like the old Bob Baffert barn, right? Because Bob Baffert suspended uh, from horse racing basically for a couple years, depending on the track. Different jurisdictions have different suspensions. But Tim Yachtin, your trainer here, Irad Ortiz Jr., one of the best jockeys in the world. That is the longest shot at 18 to 1. So obviously a nine horse field. This isn't like the Kentucky Derby where you're going to get a bomb like Rich Strike, where you even have a chance to get triple digits or close to triple digit to one odds. So. No triple crown, unfortunately, this year. Yeah, that does bother me. I, I, well, again, we're, we're going to talk to Mike Pranio over at uh, Mandalay Bay here later on this hour. Yeah, I'll I want to get his thoughts, yeah. too, because he's a pretty good horse capper in his own right. And I just wonder how much of the interest from the general public is down because you don't have the possibility of a triple crown winner this right. year. So I, I just wonder if the general public is just not as invested financially in the Preakness because of it. Updates very quickly from the PGA because we have a new leader. Mito Pereira yeah, with a bomb on two. And right now, he's got the one-shot lead over Willie Z, Willis Torres, who made a really nice two-putt uh, par. I know you would think, well, two-putts is not a great uh, on when you get a birdie opportunity. It was a long birdie try. So a really nice two-putt par for Will on two. But Mito bombs his on two. So he flipped the lead there. 
Willie Z started the day with a one-shot lead, and right now Mito Pereira's got that one-shot yeah, lead. Yeah, I'll give you a quick bio on Mito Pereira, just 27 years old from Chile. Uh, we've had some good luck with oh, Chile already man. this year with Joaquin Neiman gashing a nice little ticket for myself at the Genesis Invitational out in L.A., but uh, Mito played a year at Texas Tech College mm -hmm. Golf. He is from Santiago, Chile, the capital city, and he really kind of came of age on the Corn Ferry Tour. He actually did win three times on the Corn Ferry Tour. And it was it was different because of COVID, so it carried over for the second season. So he started winning in February 2020. And then in June of 2021, just last summer, he became the 12th player in the history of this tour to earn what was called the Battlefield Promotion. Oh. And the Battlefield Promotion is when you win three wins in a season. That's awesome. Keep in mind that season carried over two calendar years, like I mentioned, because of COVID-19. Mito Pereira finished in a tie for third at the Olympic Games last summer. He lost in that playoff. Remember that seven-man playoff they had for the bronze medal? <laughs> yes. So this is a guy that is seeking his first win on the PGA Tour. Hasn't happened for him yet, but you kind of feel like it's only a matter of time. But not a lot of major championship experience no. for this guy. This is, I believe, the only the third major that he has ever played in his career. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open in 2019. This actually the second that he played in the 2020. He was qualified for the Open Championship. That never happened at Royal St. George because of COVID-19. So not a lot of major championship experience. But like we said earlier, young guys can kind of come of age here and win this thing. I I remember being at Cricket Stick in 1991 when one John Daly oh, wow. was the, I believe, the sixth or seventh you alternate. You at I was Crooked at Cricket Stick. Stick. Yes, You've in the gallery. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And who is this alternate? John Daly. John Daly with old uh, Squeaky Medlin, Jeff Squeaky Medlin on the bag. It was Nick Price's longtime caddy. Nick, I believe, had withdrawn from the field, so he loops with John Daly. John Daly wins the PGA Championship. It's like, who the hell is this guy? And uh, <laughs> I, it looked like J.D. was going to make the cut. Yeah, uh, he was but, playing well. Yeah, he was two under. I was like, okay, when's he going to fade? And then he finished two over. Of course, uh, went right to the casino, as we've seen say, on, uh, on the, the Twitter machine. I don't know if the best pregame routine is going well, to the Well, it's machine. probably not the best uh, routine during your round to, uh, to smoke a pack of cigarettes. Not that I'm, <laughs> I'm casting judgment no. because, you know, you point the finger at the mirror that points right at you as, as a smoker and then had about you know when jeff davis uh here at circus sports actually put the tiger woods versus john daly round two I, matchup i think it was tiger minus five dollars jd plus four dollars and i tweeted to him i was like is the 400 mean the ounces of diet coke that john daly is going to consume per round because he must have at least had a case i think somebody followed him for that first round he almost had a case of diet coke in the first round, but nevertheless, JD not around for the weekend. So Mito Pereira, nine under, Will Zalatoris, eight under, and then a pair at five under. That's Justin Thomas and Bubba Watson. You know, when you witness history, when you saw John Daly uh, win his first at the PGA Crooked Stick in 91, I was there for Rory McRoy's first win, his first major championship, which was at Pinehurst, excuse me, at uh, Congressional in Washington, D.C., and was there for his Sunday round, which was amazing. And the reason why I bring that up, when you look at first-time winners like Rory, like John Daly, I go back to Louis Oosthuizen when he won at the British Open, and nobody even knew how to pronounce his name. I mean, remember mm -hmm. Tariko and the broadcast and everybody at ABC. They did not know because they just didn't know. You look at Mito Pereira, and again, golf people know, but I think the casuals don't. Would it be a big surprise to the general public on who is Mito Pereira? I think it probably would. Now, to people that bet golf regularly, yes. you know, like, like I do, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers do, He's a known commodity. Mm -hmm. He just hasn't won yet on the PGA Tour. But if you ever look at the stats, he's always kind of there, you know, good approach game, uh, you know, decent touch around the greens, 
a young guy that you know is going to have a breakthrough win at some point, but just hasn't had it happen for him yet. But when you get that battlefield promotion on the Corn Ferry Tour, you certainly are a promising prospect in Mito Pereira showing exactly why, at least early on. As an old military man, I love that they use that that expression, the belt, because that, that means something certainly in the mm-hmm. military for real, but I love it in uh, the parlance of golf. Roy McIlroy, by the way, is on. He's bombing his tee ball. And he's make, look, right now it's cold, it's windy, it's yes. blowing, right? But he's shortening the golf course. I'm not saying he's doing it like DeChambeau does when DeChambeau's healthy, which is just, you know what? I'm going to blow it past stuff. And I might not be in the fairway, but it doesn't really matter because the rough is not that high this week of the PGA Championship. And I wonder, a guy like Bubba Watson, that maybe that's why he's having uh, yeah. some success this yeah, week, Yeah, we kind of forget about Bubba. Bubba can still hit it out there, Man. you know, when he wants to. He might not be as long as, like, DeChambeau and those other guys. Actually, I'm looking at driving distance for the week. Rory McIlroy, by the way, the leader, 327.8 on average. Cam Young right behind him, John Rahm. It's the usual suspects. Right. Ryan Fox, Audrey Arnas. These are bombers. But Bubba Watson right there in the top 10, 316.9 wow. this week. Bubba, of course, in his 40s, had won in several years. His old mate, Ted Scott, his longtime caddy, of course, has been winning big with Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler not around for the weekend as he was a surprising miscut, uh, finished at six over. But, yeah, that's what you got to do here. You got big fairways. You know, it's not necessarily bomb and gouge, but you can grip it and rip it. If you just keep it in the fairway, you're going to have some opportunity. And what I like about this golf course and the way this major championship is playing out is that you've got little hitters like Abe Answer, mm-hmm. Abraham Answer, uh, looking for his first major as well. He's right there, four yeah, and four. Stuart, Stuart five. Sink, you know, late 40s, it's, so it's a still winning. Test, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can get, a, absolutely. get it around different ways. Uh, so, very interesting. We'll keep our eye there. But again, Pereira, and what I also liked. Wes is that Pereira on two when he bombed it in, he had the tongue out like MJ, mm-hmm. like like MJ hitting a three. He, he's he's, he's confident. Look, these young guys are pretty good. As Cam Young, I believe, Ooh. makes a birdie. He gets to three under. He was one of one of my longer shots. I bet him at eighty to one this week. So back to back birdies. Let's see if he can make a few more and get this interesting. All right, Roy McIlroy also trying to get his first bird of the day. He misses. He's probably going to make par there, but. Rory said some good looks has not come up so far still on that par train. Okay, I mentioned we're going to have Mike Pereira uh, on a, uh, Mike Ferranio, rather. <laughs> Mito Pereira is trying to win the... Mike Pereira uh, who's doing the USFL <laughs> officiating if, thing, I think, right now. If, if Mike Pereira... Uh, excuse me. If, if Mito Pereira wins the PGA, then maybe Mike Ferranio could win it as well. <laughs> I, I'm getting everything confused here. Come on back. We're just getting started. It is Betting Across America on Visa the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We continue Betting Across America. Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds coming at you here from Circus Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas. And boy, last night, NBA playoffs. Whew. It wasn't fabulous if you had the Dallas Mavericks like I did. No, and I think it closed around seven. And that's what I took. I actually took it on the buy. So I'm thinking, okay, man, they're feeling it here. Luka was just kind of on one. And then all of a sudden, you saw Dallas in the second half. And that third quarter was a real struggle bus. Only had 13 points. And then if you also had the second half under where you only get 38 in the third quarter, 43 to 32, 75 points in the fourth quarter. You've a little a bit lot of fouling of at the end. But you've seen a lot of these 70-plus point uh, fourth quarters. If you go back to, I think some people think one of the worst beats of all time. Yes. Might have been that Game 7 Suns and and, uh, and Dallas game where 
the Mavs, Mavs had this thing wrapped up at halftime, where they're up, I, I believe, 30 at the break, right? So you get to the third quarter, very little scoring in the third. If you had the under in that game, that game seven, I believe there were 73 points scored in the fourth in garbage time. Mm-hmm. It, 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 like Phoenix scores 43, and I think Dallas scores 30-31, something like that. Yes. And you go, why are we scoring all these points in a 30-point blowout? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here? So, like, you saw this last night. Now, I get it for Dallas. That's one of those games that you feel like, well, certainly if you if you had the six or seven, yeah. you had to cover. Right if when you not when you win. get when you get seventy three from your starting backcourt, oh. that being Luca with forty two, Jalen Brunson at thirty one, but just nothing from the bench. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, I thought kind of disappointed. I I tweeted a little thing from uh, Shark Tank. I was like, if Spencer Dinwiddie plays any more minutes here in the fourth quarter, because I thought he had a really rough third quarter. It was the old Mark Cuban gift. I'm out, like from uh, Shark Tank when <laughs> yes. he is uh, being out on a deal with an entrepreneur. But really the key when you looked at it, obviously Steph with 32, he hit six threes. Uh, Clay had 15. Jordan Poole had 23 off the bench. He hit two threes. But Kev, how about Kevin Looney? 10 of 14 from the floor, 21 points, 12 rebounds. That was the real difference maker in the game because – we know Dallas doesn't have a lot of size. Right. And, you know, they were getting out-rebounded because Phoenix at least had a legitimate post guy in DeAndre Ayton. But Warriors, I don't think Looney. I mean, Looney is a center, I guess, technically, but he's not no. like what you see as like a, a true. fluid four. The big, the big right. man era we came up in. That's not like a true post guy, but he is a hustler in 21 and 12. And I thought really he won them game six in that series to finally put away Memphis. And Dallas just does not have a lot of size, and they did not get a lot of production off the bench. I think they only had 13 bench points. Maxi Kleber played 33 minutes. He's one of the only kind of somewhat big guys they have. 33 minutes and and three points, just not going to get it done. And, you know, Luka and Brunson could only carry him so far. So we shall see. Uh, we're going to get game three tomorrow. I'm probably going to be on the Mavericks money line. Well, that's that old 2-0 thing. Now, mm-hmm. keep in mind, that's priced into the market. That team down 2-0, they go home. You bet them first quarter. You bet them uh, for first half and full game. So right now, I think it's two pretty much everywhere else. There might be some two and a half at BetMGM, but juice to the Golden State side. You look at the first half line. When I say that that's baked in, First half line for the Mavericks, by the way, two and a half. Wow. So that is more than the full game line. Mm. And it's not like we haven't seen that before. First quarter line, one and a half at BetMGM. I'm even seeing some twos in the market. So your first quarter line is as much as your full game line. So the bookmakers, they know about that angle. That doesn't mean it won't win, but you're not going to be fooling these guys. They absolutely know that this is going on. And we can even ask Mike Peranio about that in the next segment as we get kind of a macro view of the playoffs. Uh, Very quickly to that end, because again, you go back to the finals last year where Milwaukee was down 2-0 to Phoenix. Everybody just, you know, this thing's over. And I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, this might be the, because nobody had broken, you know, uh, home court. 2-0 is not a death sentence. Right? This isn't like when we get to NFL season when a team starts 0-2 and they're, you know, whatever low percentage to make the playoffs. That's and not it'll this. be all over the networks and we'll be covering it too. So, yeah, it's not a death sentence necessarily in this series. So I wonder, would you be intrigued potentially the way Dallas has played at home? You see here uh, for the series prices now, the Mavs at plus 550. Would you be would you be interested in that number now? Obviously, much better than what were they plus a dollar eighty? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it was a plus a dollar eighty five. I believe to start off before we had the first two games in Golden State. The way they played in the first half yesterday, I know they laid a dud in Game One. They have not. They've been dominant at home. At least they were against Phoenix. And again, if all the pressures on Dallas now to hold serves in Games Three and Four. 
But if they do, all of a sudden, boy, that plus 50, 550 is going to be back yeah, to about plus $1.80. And look, I don't think that Dallas is going to get swept in this series. And I think that they can be competitive. But after what I've seen, I don't want to, you know, overreact. Okay. But I just don't know, Dave, if Dallas has enough. Because da- Dallas should have won that game Absolutely. last night. They were focused. Because I think in game one, it wasn't a surprise that they lost. Because we know that that trend of coming off a of game seven and then playing a game one the next series, usually you're not going to win. I think actually both of the situations... Boston, look, they lost game one mm-hmm. coming out of a game seven, and they only had about a day rest in between. Dallas actually had two, and they go ahead and lose. So now that's like 32 and 51 for the team that wins a game seven and game one straight up in the next series. You're not winning. If you're fading those teams, you're making money at least long term. And just looking, I wasn't surprised they lost game one, but then, of course, you know, they played that game that was on short rest, and then they come out the second night, and that's why I took them. I was like, they're going to come out ready to go. Right. And they certainly were. They had 72 points Boy. in the first half, and you're thinking, okay, Golden State's in for this, but Golden State finds a way. That third quarter Golden State, if you remember when they were really in the crux of the of they just building it. the dynasty out there with the core of Steph and Draymond and Clay, and, you know, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. of course, was along for the ride as well at that point. The third quarter Warriors was like a phenomenon and you'd see it get priced in the market and they couldn't price it high enough and people still bet it. And if you bet it last night, you won. Absolutely. So uh, game three, I'm probably going to be on Dallas uh, tomorrow, but I can't really get there on the series. Uh, Simon Gersberg, who we have all the time uh, from shot quality, by the way, the Mavs did win via shot quality games one Mm -hmm. and games one. How about that? One and two. So we need to go to gaming and change the rules and say, <laughs> you, you win should, the shot you, quality. If you win the shot quality, you at least get half your wagers back because I'd have so, a little extra nest egg myself if that were the case, but it is not. Food for thought there out there if you want to back Dallas in game three, like Wes says. Uh, let's talk about the East because I think the obit right now has already been written for the Miami Heat after mm-hmm. what we saw in game two. Now, look, after game one, Al Horford was out. You know, we didn't know his situation with protocols and all that. And then he was allowed. It was weird. It was like on, before on game two, on game day, doubtful for, for game two. Then it got upgraded to questionable. I'm like, are they just trying to find a doctor to clear? I'm like, what's going on here? Right. So, of course, he plays and he makes a big difference. Marcus Smart was out. We knew he had an ankle injury. He came back and he was huge in paying those dividends in game two down there in South Beach. Now we go back to Boston. Okay. Sizable favorite. Six point favorites. I look at the guy on your screen there, 22, Jimmy Butler, and I go, I think he loves this. And now it's already gone up here, BetMGM to six and a half for Boston. Open at six, 207 and a half. By the way, the first two games have flown over the total. I, this feels like a spot for me where Miami's going to be like, okay, write us off, write the obit, you'll see. Yeah, I, I did not play the game on the spread as of yet. I'm on the Celtics for the series at plus $1.20 after game one. And that's what I wanted to do. I bet the Heat uh, game one money line because, look, coming off that game seven, sometimes you just lack that energy and you have it maybe in the first half. Right. But then we saw a big third quarter for Miami that basically put the Celtics at bay, even though they would make little runs here and there. But I felt Boston was going to rebound in game two, and they certainly did. So that's why I just went ahead and bet the series prize. This is obviously a big number, so I think it's going to be attractive. But I think it's probably the right number at six, uh, and, and now up to six and a half. Because if you look, the Celtics, it's as ridiculous as it sounds, they went small. Mm-hmm. And they're a small team anyway. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a lot of size necessarily down low, but they went smaller. 
Uh, Emi Udoka, I think, made a really good adjustment, putting, you know, different guys on Jimmy Butler, putting different defenders on him, uh, putting Smart on him, uh, putting, you know, when uh, Daniel Tice goes out there on the pick and roll or or different guys. And, you know, Butler only had 29 points. Now, 29 is a lot, but not as much as the 40 plus he had in game one. Only eight trips to the foul line. Miami, I think, in terms of points per possession, like 1.05, which is not very big. They turned it over a fair amount. Defense for Boston, I think, has been very good. Derek White going to come back. One of their reserves did mm-hmm. miss game two for the birth of the sun. But I, I went to the under here, and I might be being a glutton for, fun, for punishment here because these first two games, like you mentioned, have flown over the total. And the Celtics hit 23s last game out. And when they're hitting those threes, Man. then you know, you're going to get big totals. I think game one, that sailed over a little bit more because of the foul shooting. I Mm -hmm. think there were like 64 foul shot attempts combined for two teams. That's obviously higher than average. So I'm on the under here at 209 or 208 rather Celtics nine and four so far in the postseason. So I don't know if this is such an overreaction. Obviously, Miami going to play the disrespect card, of oh, they course. Will. And I'll be interested to get Eric Snow's thoughts. He's mm-hmm. been in all these situations in <laughs> conference finals and NBA finals. When you're up in a series, when you're down, how these teams are going to adjust. I'm cl- curious to see what Spo is going to do because advantage Udoka, I think, in game two, just going small, and that definitely flustered the heat. I, I look at it and I go, Tyler Hero, you can't get outplayed by Peyton Pritchard. I mean, you just can't. And in game two, he did. So, you know, Tyler Hero had a lot to say at the beginning of the year about, you know, you put Mm -hmm. me up there with some of the big names in the game. Right. Okay, we'll we'll put you up there, but you got to earn it. We're not just going to put you up there. Yeah, Miami Heat Nation is holding out for a hero, so to speak, and hoping that Tyler plays better second. They don't need another hero, but they need a Tyler here. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, Mike Prani is going to join us over at Mandalay Bay. Come on back. Betting Across America right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run. Every hit. Every inning. Every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Zumo Play. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits, like free bets and risk-free tokens, planning a trip to Vegas. Well, you can convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining and shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up at BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. It is always a pleasure each and every Saturday to be joined by Mike Peronio, the Sportsbook Manager over at Mandalay Bay. And and Mike, I, I said, I think I gave you the Wanamaker Trophy earlier 
in the day with uh, Mito Pereira and Mike Peranio. I kind of interspersed the names, Mike. And then we were getting Mike Pereira and in the Mike, mix because he's on this USFL broadcast so for many, the officiating rules. So many MPs going on right here. Uh, but, Mike, let's talk about the PGA Championship, and let's start with a guy that Wes and I have not brought up all day today, which is almost a miracle, Tiger Woods. Now, he had a really bad day today. He shot a 79. He's obviously not going to win this tournament, but he did make the cut. Was there a liability for, for you guys in the books? Because I was stunned to see that he was about minus $1.15, minus $1.20 to make the cut. He gutted it out, but he did stick around for the weekend. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. we have a pretty good liability if he would have won the tournament. Mm. So we're, we're okay on that. Uh, I watched the, you know, the tournament, and the expression on his face when he was done with that round was, oh, my God, I wish I hadn't <laughs> made the cut. <laughs> he and, did, uh, didn't he? I, I might not win that tournament, but I maybe could have beaten Tiger uh, yesterday, but or today, I'm sorry, not yesterday. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, Tiger was a huge liability for us uh, in the PGA. And and uh be honest with you, we, we make pretty good money on it. Uh, we have a, a little bit of... Uh, Tiger would have been a seven-figure loss, by the way. Wow. It was a pr- pretty bad loss for us. It's I'm talking pretty good. Uh the, we're, otherwise, we're pretty much okay on everything. Uh, Justin Thomas, surprisingly, is a decent winner for us because, hmm. to me, that's the guy that has the best chance of winning it. And with this in play, I would think people three, four to one when he was pretty decent odds even yesterday, you would have got on him. So uh, Zalatoris is a small winner for us, too, pretty good. So uh, McElroy is the best winner for us, and that's also surprising to me because uh, – these windy conditions they were playing with, uh, it's pretty tough to uh, throw him out because he can drive the ball so far. The heavy hitters seem to have a pretty good advantage when it's that windy. What's interesting, though, about this is if you're betting matchups, you better know the weather. Yes. There was a stroke and a half difference between morning and evening yep. and evening and morning sometimes, and uh, that's tough uh, That's tough to know what to do if you're betting those matchups. Even if you're betting the in play to win it all, uh, you think you got a good tea time and then the weather changes on you. So it's interesting <laughs> how weather plays a pretty big uh, difference on, on this tournament than most anyway. Well, I'll be rooting for you guys at BetMGM on Justin Thomas, by the way, because that is who I have pre-tournament, I believe. Uh, nice little shot there Looking on number good. five. Now, he is three strokes back, but currently the favorite at BetMGM at plus that? 280. Three shots back because and he's the favorite. I think when you got two guys that are obviously very talented and future winners on the PGA Tour, but have not done so yet. By the way, Will Zalatoris just missed about a four and a half footer. Ooh, that's so he is now two back. Uh, seven under par. Four to one is Zalatoris. Mito Pereira, three to one. Rory still in there at plus 750. Abraham Answer, 12 to one. Bubba Watson, 20 to one. Cam Young, 25 to one. And you can go even further down the board. The whole menu of BetMGM still in the third round. And then as wow. we're usually here on Sunday, Dave, then you start as you get. It's it's kind of fun to see, okay, who's going to be dropped off? Mm-hmm. How many people are they going to have? And then as you get to, like, the final few holes when you only got, like, two or three people that you can bet on. But uh, that's what we have right now for the PGA. So, uh, Mike, uh, another event with a P that I do want to get to today that I know that you are going to be following very closely is the Preakness Stakes mm. at Pimlico near Baltimore, Maryland. And Mike's a very good horse handicapper, by the way, Dave, in his own right. And no triple crown this year because Rich Strike not going to take part. But nevertheless, we've got a good field today. But betters look like they are going to epicenter yet again, just like they did for the Derby, Mike. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's un- it's kind of an unusual uh, when typically, at least from 
what I remember most of the time, if horses ran in the Derby, even though it's two weeks later, usually you see a Derby winner, if not the if it's not the Derby winner itself, you see a pretty good results from people that ran in the horses that ran in the Derby, Derby coming back and doing well in the Preakness. But you got a lot of defections this time, and they got the filly running in there too. Um, used to be a big fan of D. Wynn Lucas, but I just don't think he has the same stable and skills as he once had. But uh, they are running her in there, and she probably would have been a huge favorite running yesterday in the, the uh, mm-hmm. Black Eyed Susan. So it's interesting to see that. There's a lot of chances for some odds in here, I think. But uh, it, it's tough to find. a. you got to remember trainers and jockeys. And the only thing that kind of stuck out to me was this newcomer creative minister. Uh, you know, we got McPeak on and Hernandez is a very good jockey and, and rides really well for uh, McPeak. And he seemed like a, a morning 10-to-1 line. Uh, uh, and my buddy, Doug O'Neill's running Happy Jack again, and I, for some reason I can't let that horse go. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can the betters, apparently. Yeah. It was 30-to-1 on the morning line. <laughs> yeah, 30-to-1 on the morning line. And, uh, you know, it's well-bred. It's Oxbow and Tapestry and Tappet and Awesome again. And Doug's a you know, two-time derby winning uh, trainer. Um, it's just uh, that last race, he just had so much trouble, and he kind of throw that out. I got to feel like maybe it does have a shot, but it's going to be a huge price on that one. But uh, everyone seems to be betting the, the one and four, getting some action, at least at our place. And uh, um, it's tough for the Phillies to come in here, but it has happened many times in the past where the Phillies pop up and beat the boys in these triple crown races. Yeah, Mike, I'm kind of with you a little bit on maybe fading Secret Oath, perhaps, because uh, I watched that horse uh, in, the, in the Arkansas Derby kind of fade down the stretch. Now, very impressive to win the Oaks uh, mm-hmm. there at Churchill Downs. But the one that I like, actually, and I like early voting, I'm curious your pick because I like to follow Mike's picks because they usually get there more often than not. But Chad Brown could have ran early voting in the Kentucky Derby, pointed this horse toward the Preakness, and maybe it's just me kind of being a simple better for horse racing, but I tend to trust Chad Brown. He is one of those trainers that I trust when he makes a decision and points a horse to a certain race that that horse can get there. What do you think of early voting? And if you don't like early voting, who is your pick in the Preakness today? No, no, that's a, you're 100% right about early voting, you know, pointing it for that race and skipping the derby. And I, I, I still like these jockey trainer combos and you got Jose Ortiz and Chad Brown and that last race he won, he, I, I kind of like Moe Dungal in that derby, but just had a horrible trip, had no shot. Uh, and uh, that horse caught uh, early voting at the wire. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean a lot. Uh, I think Mo Dungell's a pretty good horse. And, and I think you're, you're probably right on that. I, I think that horse should be right there, one or two. Um, I'm probably going to tie. It looks like a lot of speed with that horse. So I think I'm, I, I do, you know, it's tough for me to pull the trigger on this race because it's not really easy, this one. But uh, I, I think I'm going to go with the two. And I, I, I like your early voting coming in and doing an exact box in case it, that uh, – Colt beats me out. So uh, I think with combining West, we might have the exacta. <laughs> Talk with Mike Ferranio over at uh, Mandalay Bay. And uh, Mike, let's take a look at the NBA playoffs because so far it felt like the zigzag theory in games one and two was going to work until the second half collapsed by Dallas last night as Golden State covers that number somehow, some way. But it's worked so far for Boston and Miami. What are you seeing so far uh, with, with the betting public here? Do you think that zigzag theory is going to be in vogue again for Miami now as they're getting six, six and a half? against Boston tonight in game three. 
Yeah, I mean, we're getting tons of Celtic money for oh. tonight, and it's not a lot of wise guy money. Uh, we need the heat for quite a decent amount. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think that uh, last game might have hurt the Celtics' psyche. Uh, that was a, a bad game all, all around, and the way, way it developed and finished, that might have lasting effects on this series. And I always like the heat in the, in the East kind of coming out of there anyway. Uh the Celtics are, are going to re- rely on their superstar and it just depends on whether he's a superstar or not. And, uh, superstars can get you a long way, but like Dallas is learning, it, it, it doesn't get you to the championship usually with one guy and four helpers. You got to have, even in the, even the good players, Jordan magic had, there was three guys that were, you know, mm-hmm. all NBA players when they won, won championships. And I don't think that's changed much. That's why we're in probably big trouble with the Warriors. It's a seven figure loser for us. And wow. boy, they, they look pretty hard to beat right now. Although, if you look back at NBA history, everyone loves the West, the West, the West, and then they get to the finals, and the East plays a completely different type of basketball, and they let them not so much anymore, but it used to be they could beat you up and do whatever they wanted with the Pistons and, and the, those those groups, and uh, it's still a little bit that way. You can't throw out the East ever. It happened last year. The West is always the hype team, and the mm-hmm. East is always the one that's toughest. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, appreciate it. Each and every Saturday does a great job over at Mandalay Bay. Uh, you got to check them out Mike Peronio. Thanks for your time and information as always. When we come back West, it's getting wild at the PGA Championship and might, we might even talk a little first strike for UFC tonight. Come on back. It is Betting Across America on these and these Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.